What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Reattached for Your Convenience, aka Reattached FYC, the podcast where we talk about our work experiences and you submit your work experiences, and we talk about that too. <laughs> I'm Brian, and I'm joined by my pal and co-host John. Hey, everybody! Happy, happy. Uh, I was going to say Monday, but I don't know when you're listening to this. Happy whatever day it is. And today we are going to be talking about office pets. Woof. Exactly. So, John, <laughs> why are we talking about office pets today? Actually, Brian, you picked this topic. So why don't you tell everybody um, why why this topic? All right. I'll tell everybody. I'm that. tossing it back. The reason why we're talking about office pets is because I feel like Especially in recent times, I don't know what things were like way back in the day, but I feel like there have been more and more people bringing pets into the office. And mm. not only that, but also with going to a work from home, you know, mm. people are working at their house. They have their mm. pets there. Uh, they're jumping on Zooms. Um, mm -hmm. And then you also have people who got pets during work from home and then had to go back to the office and what kind of a situation does that create so i just feel like pets are a relevant and interesting topic in the workplace currently they're co-workers now do you remember when people would use um i feel like it was like when the pandemic first hit like people were using like re replacing instead of saying my pet they would say my coworker. So like, oh, my coworker just peed on the floor again, or oh, my coworker is being so high maintenance. They keep ripping apart my toys. You know what I'm talking about? My toys. My toys. As what kind of said, toys like, do you have toys? at the office? I know, right? What toys do you have at the office? That's a, that's a whole other podcast. And oh, I think uh, what's kind of funny, too, is even as we're doing this podcast, we both have our coworkers in the background where yours are nice and quiet. Sleeping, probably, yep. and minor wrestling in the background. So you you might hear our coworkers join the podcast today. That is true, and especially where I am right now, there's a, a thunderstorm. So my two coworkers are uh, shaking in their boots right next to me. So, <laughs> well, there we go. All right, so diving in. So I guess there's like the big question: Do you think uh, pets should be allowed in the workplace? I am torn on this topic, and it's Ooh. because of my experience at the startup. I actually used to, as the head of the department, mm -hmm. I would bring in my dog on the weekends when I would work mm -hmm. just, you know, to liven things up for morale or whatever. Yeah. And um, a few weeks in, I found out that. One of the independent contractors that would come in was allergic to dogs. Mm. So then at that point, it was like uh, figuring out, all right, well, should I not bring the dog in at all? Mm. Should I keep the dog to one specific room in the office? Like, mm -hmm. how do you work around that at that point? So I guess... If it is an environment where people aren't allergic and it doesn't affect the 
work mm. being done or the employees there, then I think it's perfectly fine to have pets in the office. But if it's going to affect uh, productivity or somebody's well-being, then yeah. probably not such a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's just common decency. You should always just check before you just bring in a dog or, or or any animal. I know we're talking about dogs, but it doesn't have to just be that. Like if you're going to bring in your hamster and stink up the, uh, yeah. you know, the office space <laughs> or rabbit. And I'm speaking from experience. People, I had a hamster. It does stink uh, after a while. Uh, Brian knows as my roommate. So, uh, you know, I think it's just common courtesy. It's It's not just your space it's a shared space so you should check it is it's interesting i was thinking back like i remember um one of my jobs there was uh the person in charge uh ceo um yeah really didn't like it when people brought in dogs and i think the reason why was because for some reason every time someone brought in a dog the dog just did not like this individual um like they were always like barking and getting really aggressive. And so I think he's just kind of like, okay, no more dogs. Um, but so I was going to say, wouldn't that person have the authority to say no dogs from the get go? He did. Well, and that was the thing is like, there were, there would be some people that would like sneak in their dogs. Um, I don't, you know, I think that was kind of like the, the pet that people would sneak, bring into the office or sneak in. I don't really remember. Anyone bringing in a cat or who brings in a pet without checking with whoever's in charge if it's okay first? I mean, uh, you know, I do, I do remember another, uh, another story option for you. Um, and this person might actually be listening to this. So, um, sorry, friend, but, um, <laughs> they they actually had checked with me. Uh, this is when I was their boss, and they were thinking about adopting a, a, a dog. And you know, it, for anyone that does have a dog, uh, it's there's always. A, I mean, with any animal, there's an adjustment periods. But with dogs, like there's a lot of work that goes into it when you first get them. Cats, you kind of just give them the house trained, right? Cats, you like give them a litter box. They're like, okay, get the fuck out of here. I got this now peace uh, but dogs need like a lot more uh love anyway she had asked me if it would be okay to bring the dog into the office and um i said not a problem i totally get it and i even said like if you need to leave you know to go let them out of the crate or if you want to work from home for a couple days like this was before the pandemic and everything i mean really yeah. wanted to make sure that this individual wasn't stressing about it because it's stressful enough and i think this was like their first dog so anyway, um, bring in the dog. D- dog is super friendly and nice, but for some reason, <laughs> the dog loved to pee in my office. <laughs> like you go into my office space and just yeah, like pee it, in the corner. It had to assert its dominance. I guess. I guess. Um, <laughs> and she was like mortified, and I was like, "It's really okay." I uh, so if you're listening, it really was okay. I felt terrible. Um, but I just remember, like, it put so much stress on this person because they were just was constantly, it, like, dealing Was it just it. pee in your office? I think they, I think the dog pooped as well. Um, <laughs> dropped a D. Um, hey, well, then it's dropped, just leaving. Dropped some dominance. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was showing you love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, super, super sweet dog. Uh, 
But yeah, I, I, I go I go back and forth. I mean, I think you really have to check with the people that you work with. I think it also just depends on like the dog. Actually, now that I think about it, I remember another person brought, would bring in their dog, but this was like a much older dog, was trained. I think they were a retired police dog. Um, so well behaved. Uh, and so it like wasn't a problem. And so I don't know. I think you just have to check with people. Not a biggie. It's kind of like you have to check with the whole office. And if somebody's not okay with it for some reason, as long as it's a valid reason, then you shouldn't have a dog there or a cat or any pet. Sugar glider. That's what I want to bring. Yeah. Go for it. The the one I, I, I don't know I could do is if uh, like snakes. I, I, I don't think I could do that. That's the other thing. I don't know if I could say no. Like if someone came up and asked like, hey, really want to bring in my comfort iguana. My service snake? My service <laughs> snake. Is that okay? I mean, I'd be like, it's fun. Just keep it away from me. You'd I guess. have to say yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Clever girl. Wow. I see you trying to clap, but I don't hear any claps. Oh, well. The silent clap. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't even worthy uh, to, to make it on the sound. I would just say, please keep that snake away from my hamster. Mm. Wow. Imagine people are bringing in office pets and one becomes another's lunch. I'm, oh, gosh. I mean, imagine if, uh, you know, some office was like, yeah, you can bring in any animal you wanted. That's your Patronus. You know, you can you can bring in a. I want to bring in a horse. <laughs> it's just that would be quite, quite the what, office environment. What if your Patronus is an orca? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what kind of workplace would. I, I'm I hope curious. you have a big pool. <laughs> Seriously, maybe it's they work at SeaWorld. There you go. There you go. Um, so what is your thought then? You know, because it, it is interesting of like. Before pandemic and post uh, pandemic. I mean, I feel like people are way more comfortable now with. Uh, just any any of the different types of coworkers, not even just pets, but even like kids, family members, anyone. But I mean, for the purpose of this conversation, we'll stick with pets. But like, uh, I don't know. It's, I feel like people are just more comfortable about it. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen like a cat just like walk across the screen, you know, just like join a meeting. Be like, yeah, I think it, it depends on probably the company and the individuals because I know I know people who work virtually all the time and if their animals make any sort of noise they get super embarrassed like they mm. don't want people to know that oh I've got my dog sitting right here under my desk or something like that. That's so you know, dumb. I, I don't know. I don't know. Because it, it, I mean, you think about it, it could be seen as unprofessional by some. You've got your pet hanging out with you. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be super stressful if you're like on a call that's like really important and you mm -hmm. just have an animal that just will not, <laughs> that's just loving on you Ugh. and just like wants to be around you. That sounds terrible. Well, I mean, 
like think about if you're on a phone call with the CEO of your company and you have a dog or cat whining in the background, like mm-hmm. Eh, mm-hmm. Eh, maybe not so good. Not a good look. Is there any pet out there that like you think is probably like the worst pet to have for <laughs> like when you're working? Um, like birds came to mind for me. I was like, I feel like say, they would be the worst. I was gonna say, I think birds just crap everywhere. So, like, imagine a bird just flying around desk to desk, just crapping on people's desks and chairs and computers. Imagine, and ima- <laughs> imagine, imagine if you're just on a meeting and a bird's just like sitting on your shoulder and there's just like craps on your blazer and then like flies away. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds terrible. Speaking of which, my coworker is now licking his paws incessantly. Hey, knock it off! My coworkers are still fighting. Well, you know, it happens. So, what do you think about people who switched to work from home for the pandemic mm-hmm. that are now forced to go back to the office? Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen a lot where uh, people got pets because they were home so much and it's good to have a companion and all that stuff. Mm. And then they go back to the office and now they don't necessarily have the time that that you need to have for a pet. So a lot of people have been forced to like give their dogs back to whatever uh adoption or breeder or whatever that that they got them from what is this something that actually is is happening like people are giving bringing their dogs oh, i've seen they stories online yeah once once they were forced to uh go back to the office and they're like oh i work uh you know 8 to 12 hours in an office that's 30 minutes away from my house. I can't go home on my lunch breaks and there's nobody there with the pet now. So yeah, they've been a lot of people have been forced to give their pets back because they can't care for them. Wow. That's terrible. I feel like, especially with, you know, if I think of individuals who are living alone in isolation during the pandemic and then got an animal, and then that just makes me so sad. I just quickly looked yeah, it's up. It's horrible. Yeah. Oh man. I just quickly looked up. Um, there's some research out there that found that 67% of pet owners said they'd consider it a reason to quit their job if their employer stopped offering remote work. Um, 78% of those same respondents said that they would consider staying with their company if they were allowed to bring their animals, specifically their dog, to the office. Interesting. I believe it. I believe. I mean, you think about it. uh, There's the saying out there now that uh, pets are the new kids and plants are the new pets. Because people are like, you know, starting families later and all that. And so, you know, at our parents, when our parents had kids, they were in their early 20s and. I wasn't even thinking about 
getting married, never mind having kids or anything at that age, but I had a dog. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when I was single, I just, I mean, I had a cat, so that's really the lesson, folks. Just get cats. So much easier. I have, I love my dogs, but cats are so easy. They're great. I'm just, I'm just we're probably going to get a lot of people uh, now starting the debate of cats versus dogs. But I did quickly look up the uh, pros and cons of an animal in the workplace right like good idea or bad idea you had started to to list some of it but like what what do you think are probably like the good ideas of of having an animal of having an animal in general in the workplace i mean i think number one is the morale booster because about you know People are stressed out about whatever that's going on. You're like, oh, look, a cute dog. Let me go pet it. Endorphins. So, I feel like we're on. I feel like we're on Family Feud right now. So there were five. Uh, we we surveyed a hundred people. Uh, that was the number two answer. Uh, it can improve company morale. All right. So it's saying uh, businesses that allow the furry or feathered friends to come to work uh, tend to have creative, open working environments uh it helps when corporate culture emphasizes its employees experiences at work so can improve improve company morale that was number two huh so there's a reason that beats that Mm -hmm. what do you think i don't know all right number one reason or well no sorry let's build this let's start with number five (laughs) all right number five uh, it can prevent employee burnout. So pets are known to make people happy and they can ultimately help to avoid employee burnout. All right. Makes sense. Right. Number four, it can improve employee health, which I feel like that's connected to number five, but we'll we'll give them this. Um, yeah. They said it can have the, a positive effects on employees' well-being. It requires employees to get up from their desk. So I think this is just, again, of that theme of, when you're at work, you, you forget sometimes you need to take that mental break. And so an animal yep. can help break it up. All right. What's number three? Number three, it can facilitate employee bonding, which motivates good works. Uh, so sometimes it's easier to talk to a coworker if there's a pet around to break the ice. Having animals around uh, have shown to facilitate interactions between employees. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? New work social idea. Bring your dog to work day. There you go. Boom. Boom. New idea. Come work for reattached FYC. Um, and the number one answer. Number one. Uh, it could be great for employee recruitment and retention. So pet adoption exploded during the pandemic. So literally what we were just talking about. And yep. people seem to really love their new fur babies. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't call them fur babies. That's just not my thing. Um, that's because you have a real baby. That's true. Um, so the uh, Banfield Pet Hospital surveyed new pet owners and found that 76% would prefer spending time with their pet over their partner, friends, or family. Accurate. So now let's look into the other side. What do you think of the reasons okay. why we and we did you did talk about one of them reasons not to allow pets in the workplace. All right. Uh, so the one that I'm going to say then that I probably already mentioned is uh, people's well-being allergies, something like that. Nailed it. 
That is the number one answer. Uh, employees may have allergies or a fear of animals. Yep. Um, so according to the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America, allergies can be considered official disabilities under the American with Disabilities Act. As such, they should be respected and accommodated in the workplace. So before you allow animals in the workplace, be sure to survey your employees and establish whether there are allergies yep. to consider. There you go. Boom. There you go. So I'm going to say another one is probably that pets can be a distraction. That's the number three answer. Um, it may be distracting or otherwise curb productivity. Let's see. Uh, this is especially for uh, true for employees who have been noisy or uh, I'm sorry. Not the employees who are noisy. No, no, noisy. <laughs> Those My damn bad. noisy employees. John doesn't have his glasses on, people. This is especially true for employees who have noisy or energetic pets that require much attention, although even the most uh, easygoing of animals require care, supervision, and breaks for relieving themselves. That's the number three. All right. Give us number five, four, and two. All right, number five. Your office landlord may not allow it. Boom. Okay. Fair All right. So, four. So always check. Number four, it may increase your legal liability. Uh, so animals in yeah. the workplace come with increased responsibility, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, dog bites somebody, you're liable. Dog bites someone. Yeah. yeah, blah, blah, blah. What's number two? Um, it may not be conducive to a safe or sanitary work environment. So a bird shitting on everyone's desk is probably not going to be a good idea. Or a dog peeing in your office. <laughs> or a dog peeing, the shedding. Oh, it's talking about like wow, if you work in a lab wow. or if you work at like a food place, which I have seen oh. a lot of like cafes with like the cat. And it's just like there's something about that yeah. that's like, yeah. I would you know? say restaurants, probably not the best place for a cat or dog or any animal to be behind the scenes. No, no. Yeah. Unless it's, you know, like a farm to table and they got chickens walking around back there. <laughs> yep. So there you go. So those are your five. Five reasons to have a pet or not have a pet. So moral of the story, friends. It makes people happy, but it's a liability. So use good judgment. And so, people are allergic. Yeah, true. So I found something here that says with many Americans returning to the office it has made it difficult a difficult time to own a pet mm. 23 million US households adopted a pet during the pandemic why did you just say that like Dr. Evil too by the way but as, as inflation continues to squeeze the wallets of Americans Rescue shelters and organizations are tasked not only with getting more animals into homes, but keeping them there. And it's mm. a national problem. According to a recent Forbes survey, 44% of pet owners in the past year have had to use their credit cards to pay for their pet's expenses because they could not afford them. Wow. I think it's something of because, again, that was one of the reasons why, uh, you know, to have an, a pet in the workplace is because a lot of folks can't afford. You know, they have to have the animals pet care, pet care, like child right? care. But then yeah. I have I have people 
in my head yelling, right? Like, well, then don't get a pet if you can't afford it. You know, it'd be a great idea. Mm -hmm. You know how some offices have childcare services that they provide? Mm -hmm. They should start providing pet care services where you can take your dog or cat or whatever to the office drop them off at doggy daycare mm. and go up to your office and work what's your thought on uh office pets like a shared pet uh i think it's weird i mean with the fish it just was what it was i mean fish are different i think if you have like a fish tank in your office mm-hmm. then like you know I feel like a lot of dentists have that. You're sitting there in the waiting room, right? I feel like a lot of medical offices have like the fish tank. But uh, as far as uh, a non-aquatic animal, office animal that people share, yeah, that seems kind of weird. Like one that somebody has to take home, but like you take turns taking it home. That would be very weird. Yeah, I I guess that could be a little weird. What about a pet rock? Maybe that. hamster yeah well i remember it's like in 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 school elementary school we had like you know the class gerbil or whatever and everybody Mm -hmm. got to take it home for a weekend throughout the year that back then it's like oh it's so cool i get the gerbil Mm -hmm. this weekend but then you look back and it's like that's kind of weird and messed up yeah well and like you don't want to be the employee that it comes back to work and you're like, well, friends, I hate to say it, but Charlie's not coming back. Daryl died. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, friends. Wah, wah. The office ferret didn't make it. But look at my new hat. Like, it's, uh, I don't think it go well. No. No, no. Some things are not meant to be shared. But <laughs> this podcast isn't one of those things so you should like follow and share oh i see where you went now okay i'm good I'm with you like follow and share that's right friends. take it so, away john <laughs> uh so that concludes the podcast for today if you weren't paying any attention and as you were listening you just started looking at pictures of cute little animals um and maybe you want to listen to it again Make sure we, of course, will reattach this for you for your convenience. Ayo, on our you should adopt that animal that you were looking at as long as you can afford it and take care of it. Just yeah, PSA. Yeah, actually, that's a great PSA though. Take take care of your animals, friends. Do the do the right thing. Adopt and take care of yourselves and yourselves by adopting. Um. So anyway, check it out on our website, reattachedfyc.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Instagram, Facebook, at ReattachedFYC, uh, where you can also share your stories. We've gotten some folks that have started to send in some stories. Really appreciate it. We'll do another Reattached podcast coming up soon. Um, yes, sir. If you're, and if you're not into the social thing, um, and maybe you just want to share something anonymously, you can always email us at ReattachedFYC at gmail.com. Or don't. But either way, until next time, friends, I'm John. And I'm Brian. See you. Bye.